Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met... Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP Yoga. It's Nacho Mama's Yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits. It was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around. It's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. High five. My friends, and welcome to a brand new episode of DDP Radio Live right here at ddpradio.com. As always, my name is Mike Mullins. I am broadcasting live from the DDP Radio Megaplex in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina. And per usual, I pull my 16-car limo up to the spot. I take up all the spots because that's how big of a deal I am around here. I get the red carpet all the way through the front door to the elevator where I ride that elevator all night long. Ba-boom, ba-boom, ba-boom to the penthouse suite of the DDP Radio Megaplex. I get out. I go up to the rooftop where the magic happens, where the spark lights and ignites DDP Radio to the world, and I climb up that tower, that giant radio tower rung by rung by rung by rung. And when I get to the tippy top, I take our signal and I point it. I point it to the great white north on the mountain, on top of the mountain, on top of the mountain, on top of Mount Ontario. And there's nothing because Crystal's without power. But luckily her, her main <laughs> squeeze, John, fires up the generator. Boom, the tower hits. Boom, DDP Radio goes to the world. Boom, are you ready to be inspired, people? Crystal, how are you, my friends? <laughs> Oh, my God. You know what that intro reminded me of? It, it's just we're really like a bad episode of Looney Tunes. <laughs> I get that a lot. We are the best episode of Looney Tunes. There you go. There you go. Oh. <laughs> I'm I'm wonderful. How are you? It always seems like a loaded question, but let's just say I'm okay. It's been very yeah. stormy here, but it's not snowing, so that's good. Yeah, nobody wants to hear anything besides I'm good. You know, you ask somebody in the public, <laughs> like, hey, how you doing? And they're like, I'm not good. I'm, I'm like, well, good. I didn't want to know. I just wanted, I wanted you to say I'm fine and then move along. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> True story. No, but, <laughs> well, I actually am good tonight. Want to know why I'm good? Because tonight why? we are... The following announcement is paid for by the Jake World Order. Crystal, I think you have 
a guest for us on the line tonight, a DDP Radio Warrior of the Week of the past, present, and always. Uh, He is uh, one of the best people in this community, and I know you've been working very hard pulling uh, all these amazing guests together. So without any further ado, I got to have you introduce our guest for tonight. Um, If you would, while I go double-check and make sure I have the right person on the line. (laughs) <laughs> well, there is two of them this week. So it's Jay Quarter and a sidecar of Rob Ramsey as well. So both of them are on this week. Um, so this week, Mike and I sit down with our returning warrior and friend, Jake Quarter. Jake has been a consistent in the DDPY community for quite some time, so much so that I really can't remember a time of not knowing Jake. (laughs) Um, We're the best of friends, and I'm very grateful for that. Um, The relationships that are forged within this community are a different apple. We all contribute small pieces to a much bigger puzzle, Being your best you is attainable here, and just like our relationship with Jake and our mutual friend Rob Ramsey um, and many others. At DDPY, we recognize the greatness of possibility in each other. It's always so much easier to clap for someone or help someone up with open hands rather than a closed mind and closed fists. Please welcome to the show my friend Jake Order and Rob Ramsey's joining us as well. Hi guys. How you doing? Hi Crystal. Hi. How you doing, Mike? Hey. How are you guys? Can you guys hear me? Yep. Yeah, we recognize that you're the accent, Jake. How you doing? <laughs> the what? The what accent? <laughs> oh, oh. see. Uh, I just want to say real quick, we have a horrible lag here, so I'm I'm probably going to step all over you and you're going to step all over me, but I'm going to try to direct traffic best I can because that's why I get the big, the big bucks around here. That's why I get the VIP spot. So uh, first thing first, Jake, welcome back. How are you, man? I'm doing good. How are you doing today? Oh, I am. Um, I'm doing wonderful. And uh, so we had you back on. We're having you back on. You've been on the show before. If you guys want to check out Jake's old episode and hear his story from the beginning, go back in the DDP archives and uh, his stories there. And also, if you want to hear Rob Ramsey's story, you have to listen back about what well, week and a half, two weeks ago. Because <laughs> uh, Rob is a recent guest on here as well, and he's a, a great story as well. But uh, first things first. I want you, uh, Jake, to give me a recap on um, on uh, what brought him here, a little quick uh, recap for people listening new. And then I also want to talk about the reason why you guys are on together and your bond in particular. And uh, we'll get into that in just a minute. But uh, before we get started, Jake, can you give us a little Cliff Notes version of how you made it here to the DDPY community and what were the circumstances that made you really take that first initial jump? Uh, it's my story's kind of ass backwards. Um, I went to a fundraiser for Ma Deuce Deuce, which is a uh, it's a nonprofit here in New Jersey that focuses on you know the mental stability for uh, and you know dealing with PTSD uh, for veterans. 
And um, I had gone there because I was part of a different nonprofit, and I was given the task of getting the name of this nonprofit out in New Jersey. Uh, the name of the nonprofit is called Give to Those. And uh, I had gone that day to uh, a fundraiser, and it was uh, Dallas was, was there. Uh, he gave up his time to Ma Deuce Deuce. And basically, I wasn't there to do the fundraiser. I was there to give a donation, meet the president of Ma Deuce Deuce, and I was leaving. To make a, a long story short, I, uh, you know, we, got, we were waiting outside for Dallas to let us in because he was inside talking to the veterans. And uh, I was planning on leaving. And Bruce Nelson knew that I was, you know, I was <laughs> shaky about going in and, and so on. And he turned around and he introduced himself. And, uh, you know, he told me, he said, listen, just go in there, give it a shot. Worst case scenario, you leave. What do you got to lose? So that's what I did. I went in and uh, the rest is history, you know. Um, without Bruce making the best decision of my life for me as far as the fitness goes, I wouldn't be here. So, you know, I have to thank him first. That's awesome. Thanks, Bruce. <laughs> it's it's crazy how many people come into this world through sheer just moment of coincidence. Like there's like like uh, just you going in there and at the time you did, you got connected into all of this and, and it changed your life. And uh, we talked to Rob a couple of weeks ago and uh, he's got an amazing story. But one thing that's really cool is like you guys, you know, there's so many people in this community that depend on friendship and uh, depend on accountability and depend on each other, you know, it's hard to find a place, and I say this a lot, knowing there's a lot of competition in the DDPY community because they're competitive people who are trying to do well. But it's very rare to find such competition where not only are you working to beat somebody, but you're also cheering along their success as they beat you. Like, there's so many people happy for other people's success. And Rob is such a great... Uh, representative of the community of somebody who's just there and positive and really on the side of everyone involved. Um, Rob, when did you first uh, learn about Jake and how did you get to a point where you guys are, are kind of there for each other and just buddies like you are with a lot of other people in the community? Oh my God. Uh, I think I ran across Jake about three years ago. Um, I was introduced to him by Bruce Nelson, coincidentally and Scott French. Uh, we formed a little chat group, and it kind of blossomed from there. Um, Jake's a huge fan of everybody else, but he has a tendency not to be such a huge fan of himself. And Scott and I and Bruce were trying to constantly convince him that he is worth it. And, you know, we, we tried for a very long time to get him to... to except the fact that he's worthy, and wait till you hear the story of how worthy this guy is now. I mean, this guy is just, he, I'm one of his biggest fans. I love him. He does so much for the community. He does so much for veterans. He's very unselfish, and I, I just love this guy. And I'm glad he's finally grasped the fact that he's worthy, and he's starting to do shit mm -hmm. for himself. Pardon my French. <laughs> Not at all. You should have put it this oh. You should probably put a disclaimer out with me and Rob on the show. There's, there's going to be a lot of cursing. <laughs> Not much I can guarantee. <laughs> so. 
So, uh, well, you I'm going to I'm gonna about... have to hang up right now because I don't tolerate that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mike. <laughs> I thought he'd never leave. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Jake. Oh, God. But uh, to, to piggyback on what Rob was saying, this actually goes back to a conversation. Um, I, uh, we're going to be talking about Rob and his coaching because his coaching is fantastic. But um, to get to, to get to that point, I have to go back to what happened with me. Um, I had uh, – this is my third shot at this coaching thing. Um, I worked with George Fenmore, and uh, he was fantastic. I can't say anything but good things about working with George. But um, unfortunately, I had a little accident, and I gave myself a concussion at work. And oh I kind of put a – to bosh on the whole thing because I ended up with vertigo and then it was just, it was just, you know, it was just too much time for me to recover and so on. And I didn't want to hold George up because, you know, George, George is, he's a fanatic with, when it comes to DDPY. I don't think there's anybody that is more of a fanatic of DDPY than George. And uh, okay. I just didn't want to hold him up with his whole coaching thing. Cause you know, that's what he wanted. You know, that, that was what he wanted. And uh, I was not, it wouldn't be fair for me to be in his way because I injured myself. So we kind of broke ties and, uh, you know, I kind of, you know, went back to struggling. As Rob says, I don't believe in myself. So, um, you know, we fast forward to the beginning of this year and I got a second shot at the coaching. And uh, this time, you know, I I started it off. I had a a sciatic flare-up. And then my father got really sick, and then I lost my father. So, again, it wasn't the right time, you know. And speaking of uh, when I lost my father, I have to shout out Yoga Doc because um, I put out a post uh, about when my father died, and I told him, I said, you know, my father was a practicing, uh, he's practicing the Judaism, and I don't. And uh, when, I th- when I said something about that, Yoga Doc, reached out to me and he said, listen, he goes, give me your father's name. I'm going to go to Temple and I'm going to do a mourner's cottage for him, which meant the, the world to myself and my family that somebody would do that, you know. So, you know, I definitely have to shout out Yoga Doc for that. And two other people that I had to shout out for that was also Rob and Megan Malloy because I would mentioned that my father, I was always trying to get my father to do the chair workouts because he had um, Parkinson's. And, uh, you know, the, the, the workouts I thought would have helped him out immensely. And uh, I never got the chance because he was so unbalanced. So when I mentioned the fact that I was going to be doing chair yoga for uh, eight days, uh, Megan Malloy and Rob both, both joined me in those chair workouts. So, you know, I mean, again, that meant the, that meant the world to me. So, um, you know, so that was uh, probably like February and March. And, uh, you know, I was in a really bad spot mentally. And I saw that Rob right around that time was saying that he was going for the coaching thing. And I was like, wow. I said, that's a guy that I could probably, that's probably the guy I need. Because, you know, if you know anything about Rob, there is no bullshit. And he tells (laughs) you like it is. That's it. I mean, he's going to, you know, he's going to just, he's going to hit you with the truth 
And, uh, the, the, you know, but the other part about Rob is he's got an amazing heart. So when you're doing well, he's the first one to tell you, hey, you're doing well. You should celebrate that. So, you know, I mean, he's just like, I mean, I can't say enough about the guy. He just, I mean, literally, I tell him all the time, he's the guy that saved my life because I was in such a bad place uh, come March that, um, you know, it was like a godsend that uh, Rob was just happened to be starting that at that time. So, um, you know, a, a little side note to that was um, Rob and I talked about it, and the first thing, you know, again, Rob is straight up. There's no bullshit, no nothing. He's going to be blunt. He's going to tell you like it is. And he told me, he goes, listen, I'll take you on, but don't bullshit me. He goes, you bullshit me, our friendship's over. And I remember when he said that to me, that like struck a nerve with me. Um, And that's when the first person I mentioned that to was Crystal. I I asked her, what do you think of this? Like, do you think I should take the shot? Is it worth? Because the friendship means more to me than the coaching. So, you know, that was, that was like, that was like a weird thing. And I've been, Crystal and I, Crystal and I, I I have had some pretty long conversations and uh, that one was definitely, you know, that one was, that one was tough. Yeah. Yeah. I do remember that very, very vaguely. And, you know, it, it, it's always amazing to me because when you get the dynamic of someone like Rob and someone like you, Jake, it epitomizes. I mean, any of us who have been around here for a long time always says that, you know, once we reach a certain level, we reach behind and help those people that are behind us do that. Mm-hmm. But you two are kind of a different story because right from the get-go, you're willing to jump right in with both hands right from the get-go. Mm-hmm. There is no waiting for success and then helping out. You're helping out right away and succeeding along the way, and that that's really amazing. Yeah, I can't I can't um, say enough about Rob uh, and what he's done. And, uh, you know, I mean, I'm not lying when I say the guy. The, the guy really saved my life. Um, Jake just finished uh, – the end of the 90-day program on the 10th of this month, and uh, I think Jake will tell you right out of the gate, he he wasn't he wasn't giving it his all, but he was giving, and I saw that in him. And he would he would do something, and I would I would bitch at him, and I would say, Jake, you can't do that shit. What are you doing? And he, yeah, I got it, I got it, I got it. And then he you know, get back on track, but. Crystal, uh, Mike, it's important to point out Jake's victories also, and there's so many of them. But at the end of this 90-day period, Jake has lost 17 pounds. Wow, way to go. That, wow. That is well above the average, well above the average. Wow. So I know the guy's that, doing that's work. awesome. He's, you know, he straightened up his nutrition. Uh, he did everything I threw at him. He did it. He didn't bullshit. You know, he might not have he might not have posted it immediately, but he was doing the work. And then when he started sending me his six pictures every thirty days, and you start to see this body start to shrink and then tone up, 
it just gives me goosebumps. It's just there's no better <laughs> feeling in the world than seeing somebody take what you're trying to teach them and they grasp it and then and then they try to you know they, and then they're applying it and it's successful. That's just so gratifying. I mean, it's just nothing else like it in the world. I mean, and well, the greatest congratulations. Thing. I mean, the greatest thing at all of this is that we can all say in this, around this table right now, we're all friends. So that Mm -hmm. is the added bonus of all this is you get to help out a friend and you get to see a friend succeed. And that's, that's an amazing thing. So congratulations, guys. Yeah. Thank you, Chris. It's fun. Thank you very much. Uh, the, the, the funny thing was, it's like, uh, you know, Rob, this, this whole last 90 days for me mentally was the hardest. Um, you know, I told Rob I was going to say the two things. Uh, you know, Rob, will, will, you know he's coming up with an idea because he'll ask a question. And yep. if you're smart, you answer the question very weakly. <laughs> Because you know, you know he's got something up his sleeve. Like I'll give you a for instance. The other day he asked, "How many push-ups can everybody do?" And uh, you know, the one thing about Rob, um, like he gives us all homework. You get homework every night. There's certain ones that you have to do every night, and then there's other ones where he'll just pop in and he'll say, like for instance, the other day he had us do a, a Romans workout, which. Um, Saturday, like a doof that I am, I was walking down the stairs and I lost the footing on one of the stairs. And I, you know, doing the involuntary gymnastics to stop from falling myself, I wrenched my back and my neck. So when Monday came and he said, you're going to do Roman's workout. And I, at first I was like, he's crazy. I'm not doing Roman's workout. Cause that's like kind of the old me that's still in there. But then I turned around and I, and I texted Rob and I said, Rob, is it okay if I do this as a standing workout? He goes, as long as you do it, do it. And he actually told me to do a different workout. But I said, you know what, I'm going to do Romans because that's what Rob assigned that day. And uh, I ended up doing it with the chair. I, I was able, it's a 40-minute workout. I was able to get about 30 minutes in. And then I went into safety zone and then I did my own thing for the last 10 minutes. But I finished it. You know, I didn't finish it the way he wanted it to, but that's the way I finished it. And it challenged me so much that I'm going to revisit that one in, in a couple of weeks. When my back's a little better and so on, it's, uh, you know, I'll be doing it then. But, um, you know, out of the, the homework assignments, I told Rob I was going to talk about this. There's, I have my favorite one that he's assigned and the one I, I like the least. And um, my favorite one is he makes us do – he doesn't make us. He tells us. He asks us to do 28 push-ups a day. And that 28 push-ups and what it means has so much value and it's such an honor to do them every day that nobody could squawk about it because um, the breakdown of the 28 push-ups is a lot of people know that there's 22 veterans a day that commit suicide. So we do 22 push-ups for them. But what a lot of people don't know is there's other statistics that are so, so sad. And one of them is that one active duty, uh, uh, well, somebody who's active duty commits suicide every day, and then on the average, five um, first responders commit suicide a week. So that's where we get the 28 push-ups from. And that is such an honor to do every night. And I can't thank Rob enough 
for adding that to our homework assignment every night. But then you go to the other end of the spectrum, and the one I like the least, and this one, you know, this one caught me out of left field. Uh, he asked us one morning to just put our heart rate monitors on and go into custom and just sit in silence for 15 minutes with your thoughts. And when I got done with that 15 minutes, the first thing I did was get on the phone with Rob, and I said, Rob, can I play music or anything during this? Because this was supposed to be an everyday thing. And to be alone with your thoughts when you're, you know, and it was such a, a great thing in the long run, but those first couple of days, oh, my God, they were scary. To be left alone with, your, with the thoughts in your head for 15 minutes a day, no. That was, that was like, without a doubt, the one I liked the least. So the, I have a saying downstairs in the dungeon somewhere, and it says that that if you are rebelling against something or you, you're dreading doing something or, you know, you're just having a hard time wrapping your head around it, chances are you need that one the most. Absolutely. Jake, what, Jake, what do we call that, that particular exercise? <laughs> we call that namaste motherfucker. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, it's, an un, it's an unusual practice, and uh, I, I got it. I actually got it from Wim Hof. Uh, just saw it on his site, and he was just teaching people how to basically just Breathe. get into meditation, breathing. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, um, Jake's not the only one that kind of rebelled about against doing this exercise, uh, I, I was surprised at the amount of people who have that much pent-up anxiety that they can't be alone with themselves for 15 minutes. But uh, the, the cool thing about it is the reason I ask them to wear their heart monitors and record it as a customer sent it to me is because I can watch that heart rate where they start to relax. And the more they practice this, the more I could see them just, you know, in the beginning they would start out like in the high blue zone, almost in the green, just from anxiety. But then you could see them start mm-hmm. to drift off. And then three, four, five days later, every one of them was just a smooth line right across the bottom of the blue. And then, of course, you could always, you could always see when, uh, like, maybe the cat came in the room and startled them or one of their kids <laughs> ran across it or something like that because their heart rate would spike. But it uh, – Everybody who's ever done this practice has started out hating it, and by the time they get into it and doing it on a regular basis every day, they love it. It's it's so peaceful and uh, it, it, it's great great exercise for mental health. Yeah, I agree. I agree. My, my wife my wife would believe my wife would believe that Bigfoot walked into our house before she would believe I could be quiet for fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, well, give it a shot, Mike. Okay. Send me a screenshot of it, bro. <laughs> right? There, uh, it takes a funny. really special person to be able to talk to someone in a way that isn't coddling these days. I, I always say you need a friend that's willing to tell you how it is and call you on your bullshit, but... Yep. There are some friends that I, if they called me on it, I would respect them. And other friends, if they talked to me that way, I'd knock their head off. So you have to find somebody <laughs> who you respect 
and you trust and you're and you know not just anyone can talk to you like that you have to know who the person you have to be able to trust them and trust they know what they're talking about trust they have your best interest and Robbie, you obviously have that trust with a lot of people in this community and you're able to talk to people in an open and honest way I mean, I swear, Crystal, we're going to have to do a shit on Rob Ramsey show next week just to even out all the praise that he's been getting on the show the past few weeks with all the guests. Oh, jeez. But, uh, <laughs> no, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's not anyone that I'll, let, I'll just sit there and let talk back to me, but you, the person you trust and you know have your best interest and know what they're talking about and being able to call you on that shit is an invaluable resource. So, what goes into building such a, a repertoire, uh, rep, uh, repartee with somebody that you can talk to them openly and honestly, and they know where you're coming from enough not to just get pissed off by it? Uh, you know, I, honestly, I think uh, 99.9% of it is, is that you've got to be willing to do everything that you're asking them to do. Uh, you've got to be able to back that shit up. If if I don't respect you because I know you're you're not actually doing what you say you're doing, then I'm not going to respect you when I when you ask me or you challenge me to do something. But if I know that this guy's an absolute psycho and he'll do anything that I mean just anything to get to the get to the bottom line, then I mean you can't it. it like, I, I think it's Kid Rock who says uh, it ain't bragging if you back it up. So, right. you know, back that shit up. Do do what you do. I mean, give as much effort as you possibly can. Gain the respect. Respect is earned, never given. Never given. I mean, that's a really hard concept for a lot of people to actually absorb. That, you know what, you have to put in an effort it it's an action word you've got to do something it you just don't learn through osmosis around here you you actually have to do you are required to be a human doing around here not a human being exactly right absolutely the 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 touch on what rob was just saying you know how he says you got to do what you you know what you say uh, Rob, how many miles have you rode your bike this year? Oh shit! Uh, I'm 49 miles away from 4,500 miles. Good lord! That's, so that's we're, like we're creeping amazing. up. Amazing! It's amazing. That's you know, it's, it's... go ahead. Oh, well, I was just going to say 4,000. I mean, what you have? You getting chased by a panther? Like that's insane. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm being chased by Brittany Pembridge. <laughs> right yeah. there, you go. Oh my god! Oh, you can't, you can't just touch on Brittany. I mean, she's, uh, you know, Rob put me in a group. You know, here I was, like I would barely get off the couch when I started with Rob. You know, like legitimately, like now, now I can't go a day without. You know, because Rob preaches not only DDPY, but he preaches cardio. And, uh, you know, I can't go a day. Like, even if I'm, if it's an off day and I'm not doing anything else, I can't go a day without doing at least, like, two-mile walk or whatever. You know, it, 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 it has to be something every day, even on the rest days. Like, he tells you that you should take a rest day. But, you know, he's out there riding his bike 
70,000 miles a day. So why can't I walk <laughs> two miles on my left side? You know, and, uh, you know, we, we started talking about Brittany. Uh, you know, he put me into a group that I gave the little nickname of Rob's Nightmares to um, because, you know, I don't know how he sleeps with all, with all of us to deal with it all the time. And, uh, you know, he, it, it's grown. It has grown since then. He's, he's taken on so many people. And, uh, you know, now that my 90 days is up, I'm having the advantage of sitting around and not sitting around, but I get to, to see how the new group that he just brought in acclimates to all this. Because we're used to Rob. You know what I mean? We've gone 90 days with Rob. Um, you know, I got to shout them out. I got to shout out, you know, Ryan, Anthony, Brittany, uh, Denise, Joanna, Trina, um, you know, Kat came into the group. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm hoping I'm not forgetting anybody because they, they become Sam like my Alba. family, you know. Yeah, Sam Alba Sam came Alba. in, but I'm kind of con- considering him more of the new group, you know, and I get, yeah, and you yeah, know what yeah. I'm getting to see right now, which, which excites the shit out of me is I'm watching the rebirth of Sam. I mean, you got to see what he's doing right now. He's, he's unbelievable what he's doing. I mean, he's out there. He's, he's, I get to learn how to cook from him. I get to watch him do his workouts every day. And now he's starting to hit the bag again. And Crystal, you're going to love this part because he's hanging out with snakes. Snakes. Yep. So what a lot of people don't know is outside of all this, um, I have talked to Sam several times and snakes always comes up. So as the snake number increases here, he's always, you know, I'm always sure that I'm going to hear from him at some point. Oh, yeah. You you think snakes are bad. I talk to Josh McAdoo every day. (laughs) (laughs) oh god that's hilarious (laughs) sorry i I have to take everything and ruin it i apologize no no it's 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 great go ahead rob oh go ahead yep oh i i'm fine uh you know um speaking uh I, i said I sent Crystal uh, a screenshot just right before we went on the air, uh, going back to Brittany. Um, Brittany, when she first started with me, she was uh, her glucose numbers were right at pre-diabetic. She was like yeah. 108, I think. And today she sent a screenshot of today's blood work. She was 84. She is no longer <laughs> considered pre-diabetic. Isn't All that amazing? That's hilarious. That's, that's amazing. Right? Yeah, that's incredible. You wow. know, the, the true yeah. proof, the true proof and the true, like, results aren't in the mirror. They're not on a scale. They're once you get going into the doctor and get poked in your arm and you see those numbers, those are the ones that matter. Because it doesn't matter how pretty right. you are to be alive. It doesn't matter how much you weigh. Those are the tests that, like, you can't put a price on and you can't really typically see every day. But when you go in there and you get those numbers and see the changes and the proof and the pudding, and, man, that's the real, real success. Absolutely. Yeah. You've got to be healthy inside before you can be healthy outside. And you, you guys know as well as I do, you can't fake those numbers. You right. can't bullshit no, no them, way. right? Nope. Mm-mm. I mean, 
they're black and white. They're right in front of you. That's that's amazing. Absolutely. Yeah, that'd I mean, didn't that, know that part. I mean, that's now. that's huge. Is uh, Rob? Way to go, you spend so much time inspiring all these people, and every, all these people are telling you how inspired you know they are. Now, what inspires you? Who watches the Watchmen? Who inspires the guy that needs to keep his topped off in order to inspire everybody else? You know what? I'll be honest, and I'm humbled by this guy, and I love him. Um, and he, he's, um, he's reached out to me. He's taken a personal interest in, in what I'm doing growth-wise. Uh, Craig Aaron, Yoga Doc, that guy is yeah. amazing. That dude yeah. just, I mean, just every, you know, when you see him, uh, when you see him on the videos in the app, and, you know, you see how, you know, how namaste he is, how, how tuned in to life he is, but that's him in real life, too. You know, it's not just a persona, and his uh, his back builder series that he and Matt Kilgore put together have changed my life. Uh, I work I work on back builder and yoga docs uh, restore and renew every day, and it is um, restore is a it, it's a great uh, adjustment that you can do to your spine by yourself without going to see the chiropractor. I'm not saying don't go see your chiropractor, but this, and this thing has got me to the point where it is teaching me how to separate my vertebrae. And the more I do this, the looser I get, the more closer I'm getting to the floor, the more I'm enjoying life, the more I can help other people. And I, I just, you know what, I love that guy and I appreciate him deeply. He's such a hey, great Rob, person. The yeah. Hey, Rob, he really would, is. To, would you be willing to, to uh, share uh, that little beat you told me about when you were at Summit that Yoga Doc was saying that was happening with you? Uh, well, Yoga Doc was, was telling me that um, in my spinal injury, what happens is um, he said that your back is kind of like an old telephone cord. And when it gets wrapped up and twisted up, I know that, you know, we're all old enough to remember those old telephone cords, but the younger generation yep. might not with all their cell phones. But he was telling me, um, I, I've been doing his restore like a very long time and with the back builder. And he says, what's happening to me is that with his workout that I'm doing, I'm unraveling that cord. And what happens is when I, I get that adjustment, I get this wave of pain that, that started actually up around my hips and it would it would come down my legs and out my feet. And I was kind of concerned about it when I first asked him about it, but he said that's actually a good thing. He said it's kind of like uh, you're ridding your body of toxicity, and it's it's stretching those nerves back open. And then over time, the that wave of pain, which is it's good, bad pain. I mean, it hurts, but it's a good pain because I can feel it going away. Uh, and I don't know. You, you ever had a, like a good bad pain? It's hard to describe. Yep. There's a different there's a different term for it, but I don't think I want to say that here. But uh, <laughs> so anyway, um, what what's happening is that that wave of pain is no longer just in my hips. It, it it's moved down. Now it starts. It, it doesn't start my hips anymore. Now it's below my knees. And when I open that up, 
it, it starts up just below my knee and pushes it on my feet. So he says, keep doing that because you're just stretching and stretching and stretching those nerve endings. And, and they're, they're, uh, he said that like when Dallas talks about breaking up scar tissue, he said, that's what you're doing. Uh, he called it something else, something about fascia. I'm not a real super smart guy when it comes to medical stuff, but, uh, I think that's what he was talking about. So, but yeah, it's, it's, it just, you know, I'm, I'm so indebted to him for the things that he showed me. And I, I just, you know, love to give him a shout out. You know, when He's I phenomenal. went to, when I went to summit and I saw him, whew, that was kind of crazy. Everybody was flooded around Dallas, but you know, for me meeting yoga doc, oh man, I was so nervous, but he is the greatest guy going. I mean, you know, he's a wealth of knowledge and he's such a great guy. He's such a good, great friend. Yeah. When I, when I, when I started uh, DDPY, it was before it was DDPY. It was before it was DDP yoga. It was around the YRG time. So when I first started, it was a bunch of DVDs. And, you know, first thing I saw was Doc on there. I always joked around with him because, like, Dallas is doing the workout and Doc is walking around in the background helping all the pretty girls with their posture. <laughs> she walks through the house <laughs> and yoga. And I'm like, oh, he's got the best job in the world. But he's the coolest guy in the world. You know, I had uh, I had a bunch of people over my house and, and DDP and, and, uh, and uh, Yoga Doc were here. And, you know, I felt like, oh, my friends are going to be impressed with DDP. And all the guys were like, oh, cool, it's DDP. But all the girls were like, oh, my God, that's the coolest guy on the planet. And then I said, <laughs> he's a doctor. And then all of them almost fainted. They were all, like, crawling over themselves to try to get to Yoga Doc because he's just the coolest, he's just the coolest personality on the planet. But he was, uh, he's hosted the show many times with us here on DDP Radio and, and truly yep. one of my favorite people. Uh, he's phenomenal. Yeah. And and, and uh, not never enough credit goes to Yoga Doc because never enough credit could go to Yoga Talk. He's the, one of the very most important cornerstones of this entire operation. Agreed. Well, a really neat thing about Doc is, is that um, when we were at Summit, uh, he asked me to uh, – uh, he asked me to be in his – if I was going to be in his workout. And I, I wrenched my shoulder right before Summit. I was doing, some, I was doing my 28 push-ups. And I pulled like a little muscle in my shoulder, and I told him, said, I, I screwed up my muscle. I said, you're not going to hurt me, right? He said, no, no, no. He said, come on. <laughs> so we, we did that. And he said, uh, after, the, the, after the workout was over, he said, hey, man, I want to talk to you about some things. Let's, uh, let, let's meet up after, you know, after we get out of here. And I said, okay, cool. But there was such a huge line of people who wanted to have their pictures taken with them, and they wanted to talk to him, shake his hand, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, I, I just like, you know what? I, I I know this guy already, uh, you know, we'll talk some other time, and I went ahead and left, and he sent me a personal message that night. He said, man, where'd you go? And I was like, dude, I, I, I just was, you know, I didn't want to get in the way of those people trying to, you know, get to get to know you or get to see you and stuff. So uh, he gave me his phone number, and he called me the next day, and he said, look, I, I want to keep track of how you're doing. I'm interested in how you're doing. He actually asked me to start sending him a text you know, every once in a while, just on how things are going. And, you know, who does that? You know, he doesn't have to take any interest in me. He just, but he cares. He, this dude is just for real. He's humble and he cares. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And, I agree. I mean, 
it, it, it is such an incredible thing when you think about all the people in the community and how accessible most people are. Um, it, you know, Doc is one of those guys that, you know, he just he gives a shit about people. That's what you know, that's why GDPY works as well as it does because, you know, people you know when you wrestling fans can be cynical and people can be cynical. Um, you know, a lot of people will slap their name on a product and oh, it's so and so's barbecue sauce or hot sauce. They've never tasted the damn thing. I've never met anyone in my life who believes in what they do more than Dallas Page, more than Yoga Doc. Yeah, I mean, you can say anything. You know, I had one guy tell me, oh, every DD, every time I listen to a DDP interview, he's talking about how he created DDPY, 35 years old, world title at 40. I'm like, well, what do you want? After the questions they're asking, do you want him to give a different answer than what happens? <laughs> so people can be cynical, right. but one thing you can't ever say is that DDP doesn't 100% believe in what he does. It's unbelievable. Right. And the people he surrounds himself exactly. with, they know him. They know his heart. They know Yoga Dog's heart. They know the people who made this made it for positive and incredible reasons. And the payoff has been, I don't think anyone could have seen how many lives have been touched and changed and saved by this. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's funny because we all sit back and, you know, we all kind of, become used to it I guess but for someone new coming in and just to see their excitement and they're you know they're just so taken by it all and we're kind of like oh you know get used to it it's a hell of a thing to get used to when you're surrounded by so many awesome people and you know that's all you can say is welcome to the team yeah there is nothing else yeah, but they're, 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 in today's society, there's nothing like this out there because everything is so negative. Everything is so, you know, uh, don't don't believe what this is or don't believe what that is. It's it's all internet. Uh, but these this community is different because they they when the people say they really care, they really care. It's you know it very rare, uh, unbelievable concept and, and uh, I don't want to call it a cult but it, it, it is almost cult like but <laughs> it, it you know but it's a good cult. Uh it's funny you say that and, the first day I did this I I told my wife if they offered me Kool-Aid I was running. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know it's but it, it's so true. There, I mean, you, there's people just would love to expose that PDPY is all bullshit. And you get those messages all the time. My favorite is somebody's like, oh, the tattoo is on the other arm in this picture because they don't know how mirrors work or like, you know yeah, what I mean? Right. But people would love nothing more to expose DDPY as being fake or not work. But like, I've been here since the beginning. When I first started, the Team DDPY site had like, a thousand people total and only probably about a hundred active members. I saw everyone come in at their worst. And every week you look at real people getting better and you see more people changing and losing weight and you see it in real time. And if I saw Arthur Borman, I'd probably be like, Oh, that's fake. That's bullshit. You know, looking at it on a TV commercial, I probably wouldn't believe it either. But I was here when Arthur was doing DDPY and I saw Arthur change before my very eyes. And 
since then, I can't even tell you how many people have changed before my very eyes. You go to that Team DDP thing, there is a roadmap and there's documentation of every single star DDPY guy that's been on advertisements and workouts. You can see them at their worst and you can see them at their best and you can see them at every stage in between that you couldn't fake this with the best AI on the planet. Right? Exactly. That is, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I would have loved to have been able to watch that, that transpire, that whole Arthur thing. So you're, you're a very fortunate man, Mike. Um, you know, I mean, Arthur's incredible. We've had him on this show a million times, and I've never met anyone who more people respect and who was just more just wants to be so low key. I love Arthur; like he's so unsuspecting, and it's weird now because I have to remind myself that you know I started back in 2010, and I've been here for like 12 years doing this. And I, I, when I first went in the chat room and stuff. You know, I'd be chatting with, there'd be three people. It would be me, Robert, Dave Orth, probably. Yep. And you yep. go to the page now, and you can't even see. It's like hundreds of thousands of people. And it's such a beautiful thing because, I mean, I, I was here when during those times when DDP was putting his last money in. I mean, he, he told me personally that he borrowed money from his mother at that last run. Like, this is like fairy tale shit. <laughs> Right. Yeah. But, you know, you, you believe in something strong enough, it, it will manifest into what you what you believe it can be. Absolutely. Uh, you also, have, and, to, and, you also have, that, have that positivity that comes along with, you know, like you were saying, he believes in anything. Like I've always heard you say, like, that, you know, he has that 2 o'clock in the morning dream and then he, he makes it happen. And, yep. you know, like you were just saying with it, when he was borrowing mother from, money from his mother, I'm sure he knew this was going to happen. It, he's, he's a rare breed. And the thing that makes it work is he's a dreamer, he's a doer, but he believes in himself so much and he's very passionate about – he believes that you can do it just as well as he can. He he won't accept any kind of negative self-speak. He won't be, I can't do no. it because he doesn't understand that. And it's really great because this is the, I, I swear this is the last place on the internet where you can just truly be positive towards each other. I mean, things are just so ugly. And one thing I loved about GDPY is so many different people come from so many different walks of life and end up here. And as soon as somebody starts bringing out that divisive argumentative stuff, we won't boot you out, but we'll let you really know really quickly that that's not how things go here. And usually people figure it out. And it's a great atmosphere to be in. And I feel like there's not a lot of that left, that space left in the world. Uh, you know, you're, you know, uh, you brought up a good point where um, if, if there's negative energy in the community and you can't, but I, don't you think it just went a little bit too far sometimes where if, Somebody says, hey, help me, I can't get my diet under control, and then they, they spit out what they're saying that they eat, and then you jump on there and say, well, maybe you shouldn't be eating a jar of peanut butter a day, and somebody takes offense to that. I think we went from one extreme too far the other way to the other extreme uh, with, with, with the way we kind of coddle people right now. Um, 
I like the shift that I'm seeing in DDPY and in the community where and you're getting their people are starting to get their voice back where you don't have to be afraid of saying anything that is about something that's healthy for you, not just because I'm not allowed to talk that way to you. Uh, agreed. And I think those the two things aren't mutually exclusive. If anyone who's been around Dallas, if you're giving them excuses, he ain't having that. And that's not what this nope. is built on. Like, I've, I've come up to DDP, and I've given him a lot of excuses over time. And guess what? He sees right through them and puts it back on me. Oh, yeah. And I think you can be positive, and I think you can be uh, really uh, just championing people and understanding without feeding them a load of bullshit, which I think there's a balance to that. And I think it's necessary if you truly want to change. If you want me to come over and tell you you're awesome and everything you do is great and you know, I'm not here for that. Like, I, I, I took uh, DDP to a wrestling show one time in, in mass. And one of the things that stood out to me was, you know, all the young guys wanted to get a piece of DDP when he's in the locker room. And some guy said, can you watch my match? And DDP said, I'll watch your match, but I'm not watching your match to tell you how awesome you were. Like, do you want me to say what I saw? Or do you want me to just say you're great and move along? Because if I'm going to do that, I'll do it right now. A lot of people in this world are not are unable to accept any criticism. That's not you're awesome, but that helps nobody. Right. That's what I appreciate right. your right. style of of what you do. Right. That's, uh, yeah. And that's then, a lot of what. Go ahead. Uh, that's a lot of what Rob brings to the table. You know, it's a lot of what you're saying about like there's a lot of parallels between Rob's approach uh, approach to coaching to the same thing that you're saying about Dallas because he's, you're not going to bullshit Rob. You can't. He, he sees right through it. And I think that thing about the <laughs> jar of peanut butter might have been aimed at me. No, actually, I wasn't throwing a cue. Well, you just told it yourself there, Jake. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I the, do. I have what the, <laughs> what the hell are you doing, Jake? Right. <laughs> I think one of I've been the called out. Things... I've been called out a couple times for peanut butter, and no, I was not the one who ate the cake today. All right. Think... Yeah, who ate the damn cake? Let me tell you something. <laughs> somebody brought it to my attention. Somebody in my group ate cake for breakfast yesterday, and I nobody has fessed up yet. I, I'm going to get to the bottom of this shit. Uh, we don't eat <laughs> cake. Not, not, not even that 90 days. We don't. I'm not saying you can't have cake. Nobody wins your life. <laughs> I had my uh, oatmeal with my TV fit. That's what I have every morning, thanks to Rob, because I can't have peanut butter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I we got, we got a lawn. Sour grapes here. <laughs> We're going to have to start a show, Law and Order, uh, Rob Ramsey Food <laughs> Investigation. <laughs> 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 Somebody ate some cake and I'm gonna find out who did it. Right? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. It was my cake. <laughs> Pro- most likely it probably was to be honest. Oh. Well, we only have a couple minutes here left, so I gotta wrap things up and, and, and move along. Uh so I just wanted to say real quick, uh before we go, is there anyone you guys want to give a little shout to? Um Anything you want to promote? Uh, Rob, do you want to talk about where you, people can come find your coaching? And, uh, Jake, uh, any final words before we start uh, wrapping things up? I'll go with uh, Jake first, and then we'll, we'll have Rob 
uh, let everyone know where we can find his uh, his uh, coaching. Real quick, I just I can't I can't come on here and not shout out my buddy uh, Jeremy Cali and his wife uh, Alicia, aka Rocket Socks, <laughs> not Rocket Fox, okay, Rocket Socks. Um, we're going to be doing, and I, and I believe Bruce Nelson might be coming in. Uh, in September, Mod Deuce Deuce is going to be doing a, uh, I think it's going to be now, it got changed because of logistics, to a 22-hour ruck um, here in Jersey to raise money for, uh, I believe most of the money he raises on that goes to Operation Restore Warrior, which helps uh, veterans um, get back into society. Uh, you know, helps with the PTSD and, and all that. Um, I know Dennis went through Operation Restore Warrior, and that, you know, and he's come, you know, I can't say he's 100%, but he's he's come a long way after, you know, dealing with all the, the, the silent wounds of war. Rob? Um as I told you guys a couple weeks ago, uh, July's rolled around, and I'm in the middle of uh, a 250-mile challenge for Stop Soldier Suicide. I'm in that with uh, Tony Bennett and Ryan Holtz. And if anybody that wants to jump on there and contribute to a, a great cause, we, that's all uh, greatly appreciated. Um, my coaching is has not been launched by DDPY yet, and... I'm absolute. My my roster is up to the gill, so I'm I'm really not taking anybody right now. But watch out for this because this is coming. They're going to release this pretty soon, is the way I understand it. And um, you're going to be able to find this on the app and on the website. So you know those people who need somebody in their corner that just won't take shit from them, that need you know you've got to have somebody who will actually help you help you. So, you know, that that's coming. This is exciting stuff. There's some great great people in there that are coaches. Not just myself. Uh, there's some there's some really good people in there. Awesome. Uh absolutely. And and I I thank you both because you guys both do a lot of great work between the coaching and the veteran stuff and um it's not lost on all of us in uh how much uh, you guys do around here and and uh, if you guys want to check out uh, a coach that's not going to blow smoke up your ass but get you results. Uh, definitely uh, get in touch uh, with Rob once he uh, he uh, has a second from the million other people that he's inspiring at the moment. So uh, you guys are doing great work, and uh, it's great to have you on here, and we'll have to schedule the everyone bag on Rob, Rob Ramsey's show to even out all the positive uh, compliments <laughs> he's been getting uh, sometime soon. <laughs> I think you're going to have to ask Brittany so to come on for that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's gonna, we're going to have to book a couple hours for Brittany. <laughs> She's got some yards towards you. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you guys so much. And uh, we always finish up the show with the one, the only Crystal Stewart and the quote of the week. Yep. So, Crystal, let's get inspired and let's get going and moving towards next week. And let's do this. Sure. So this week's quote is by my friend Mel Robbins. Um, Your attention matters because what you think about and what you focus on is what you see and what you become. Oh, I like that. That's yeah, really good. Crystal, really good. All, 
always bring in the goods, always bring in the heat. Thank you guys so much. I, I really do truly appreciate you guys, and I appreciate all the good you put into the DDPY community and uh, into the world outside of the DDPY community. Uh, I have a lot of respect for you both. So all, well, all three of you, Crystal, of course, you know how much uh, respect I have for you as well. So we'll, get, uh, we'll see you guys soon. Thanks again, and we'll have to have you guys back on sometime soon for an update. Uh, it was great talking to you, and uh, have a great week. And I know, Rob, you'll be inspired. Jake, you're inspired. And uh, you guys are working hard and uh, doing the best to represent the DDPY uh, community at whole. Thanks, guys. Checked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh, oh, diamond Cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond wow. Cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work and, most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio.